Real News. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. Somebody muted him again. All right, Alex, you there? Oh, I got to turn it up. Alex, Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Okay, good. They did it again. It was muted again, but we fixed it. Why didn't it. you check this before this started? Because I didn't think it would be. But I checked oh, wow. it out. Don't, don't think. You have to go and treat it like, uh, you know, your brother. <laughs> oh, man. I you can't. treat them... Like you have to go and filter you know, like like a complete <laughs> idiot because that's who they are. They just keep messing with things like a autist. <laughs> Don't insult the staff here at the Lion, Mister Alex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're kidding around, but um, yeah, I yeah, I I just you know I, I I at least I remembered and I figured out how to do it right at the beginning and not like fifty minutes into the show like last time, but yeah. um. Anyway, so we were just like, why do they do it? Like, why do they just have this desire to screw with you? <laughs> I don't know. Are they just like, oh, I know this like evil right wing Nazi is going to come on the radio. Let's go and let's go mess with his stuff. <laughs> I don't think so, but yeah, you know, we 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 could have our conspiracies. I think it's because like when you're listening on the computer to like videos and stuff, they don't want outputting. But at the same time, then you would just have this off on the soundboard. So I don't know why they're doing it actually. I honestly don't know. I don't know. Why don't you ask them? Yeah, I should. <laughs> don't talk, hey, get over here. We got a couple <laughs> questions for you. Yeah, that's what Trump said to Jim Acosta. <laughs> you go and interrogate him. Yeah. Do some uh, enhanced interrogation. <laughs> yeah, what we talk. Get mode like, treatment. Yes. Just kidding. Yeah. I we know. don't do anything wrong in Gitmo, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's. Pretty wintry here. That's why I was actually just playing the song by Rob Dugan called Valet. Just a great little melancholy but nice little wintry kind of piece. So get you in the mood. Um, so is it snowed in uh, where you're at? Uh, no, I didn't see any snow out there today. I went out uh, to do something. I had to go and pick up a suit. Oh. Like Sargon of a cod, get my <laughs> suit so I'm nice looking. You know, then I'm going to try to dox Jim, too. I'll be just like Sargon. Well, he didn't dox anyone. There's no evidence of that. He's, he's trying to get Jim shut down. He's, like, tweeting. He's, he's like, doing not nothing. Tweeting. Well, he's, he can't uh, tweet. He's not on Twitter anymore. He's, he's getting his his goon squad to go and, like, try to get uh, the, what was it, the, the one show, the kill stream, and, uh, you know, Jim shut down. He even admitted to it. No, he he didn't. He actually denied tool. it. He no, he wants to get Jim shut down. I I can tell. I I don't I don't think he cares to be honest. I think he does. They they insulted his suit. They <laughs> take that very lightly. He doesn't care about his suit. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, there was snow here. Uh, there's snow on the ground still, actually, in some spots. But I woke up and yeah, there was snow there. So I'm like, yeah, winter is here. Already, I mean, I can't believe it. It's, it got really cold. Like right now, it's 29. It's, it hasn't. It's barely gone above freezing today here. But perfect time to start learning how to drive, man. You need to go and get it done. Yeah. Go well, and start canvassing for fun. <laughs> Did you see that? That they well, I got to a big argument with someone over that because they're like, oh well, you know, these kids can't be doing that. I was like, dude, you know, they're not kids anymore. They're adults. Yeah, they well, they're not look at, act like adults. That's your fault for being a terrible parent. But yeah. like, 
Have you yeah, seen what they adults. do at the frat houses? These people are adult acting like kids, but these are adults. They're drinking. They're doing all they're kinds drinking, of drugs. They're engaging in intercourse. They're doing drugs. You know, they're they're adults, so they can do adult things. You know. Yeah. They they're old enough to go and buy guns unless they're like mentally handicapped or live in a mentally handicapped state like New York. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I I know I think it's rather silly that that like because. What people don't understand, if you understand anything about sales, if you understand anything about marketing, if you understand anything about awareness or attention, you have to, in order to be successful in selling something or getting people to contribute something, you have to advertise in a high traffic area. So that's why you see advertising on TV, the internet, et cetera, et cetera. But specifically, if you're going to do it in person, you're going to do it in a high traffic area. So you're either going to go to a town center that everybody's walking on, or I don't know, how about a city corner on a busy street? So that's why Thon does that. They go to busy city corners or town corners. You know, I, I've seen them even in my town uh, in Westchester, where they will be uh, standing there and they will hold you know, their cans and they will get money from people. Um, but I, you know, that's why they do because it's a high traffic area. They need lots of people because they want to help uh, kids with cancer. They want to raise as much money as possible, and that's how you do it. And so they're banning things that help cancer, that help raise more money for cancer. And I understand it. There's a risk factor. I mean, everything's got risk. Walking across the street is just as risky in many ways. They have um, bicyclists. They need to go and ban them if they want to talk about risky behavior. <laughs> I know. Cyclists are probably the biggest danger on the road. They're I mean, incredibly dangerous because they go slow and they like oftentimes don't obey the speed limit. They're not the speed limit. They they obey that. They, they go under the speed the, limit. Yeah. They drive on the sidewalk. They 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 hog the road. They're the most worst things. They're even worse than pedestrians. Well, they're worse because they'll sometimes be in the middle of the road, being a bunch of pricks. So then you have to go in the opposing lane to get around them, which is extremely dangerous, and pass them. So cyclists should all be deported, I guess. No, I'm kidding. Well, they um, need to ban those before they start. Start banning the uh, you know the cancer kids, yeah. like the people that helps cancer kids. Like so, Penn State's in favor of uh, letting you know not helping the research and letting cancer stricken children die. Yeah, thank you, Penn yeah. State for it's a good image for killing kids with cancer for condemning them. Yeah, yeah, good you image know? to get behind Penn State uh, because they, because of someone who was you know being an idiot and decided not to wear their seatbelt got into a car accident yeah that wait, makes sense so let's go and have more people die because of one person's stupid decision yep that's oh, penn is, state logic for you is that why it was that, i thought the person died because they were like going into the street and they got hit no 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 it was the, the sally girl she was in a car and she didn't have her seatbelt on oh that makes this 10 times more stupid like that has literally yeah, nothing to do with Yeah, they had like three accidents this year, but like it's not Penn State's fault that you know Pennsylvania or whatever state gave them a driver's license. You know they're incompetent. <laughs> like if you're gonna have a problem with people driving, yeah. like I don't know, maybe complain to the state for giving them driver's license when they shouldn't. Well, yeah. How are they not? Yeah, I would complain they weren't wearing a seatbelt. That's just like basic common sense. Well, no, the people this year, I think they they're just bad drivers. And there was oh, like three accidents already. <laughs> well, seriously, like I think that the state needs to increase driver like requirements. If I they, agree. I'd rather have that happen than have, you know, these dummies screw mess it up for Penn State. Like maybe even make them take another test to make sure they're not terrible drivers. Uh, yeah, de like, definitely for old people. 
Well, it's uh, old people. Yeah, they need to get retested once you're like seventy-five. You, know, you need to be retested like once every five years, I think. Oh yeah, I, I agree. Because old people cause a lot of accidents and they're completely oblivious, driving slow. But like, I, I'm not gonna go into my stories. But all I'll say is that uh, I think the best thing you can do is keep driving, keep driving, keep driving to get as much is this practice. The person who doesn't drive. <laughs> no, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying that because that is why because I I found that if I don't drive enough, you know bad things happen But it's also because I think they need to teach you to be better at being more uh, Spatially aware like so well, where's your car? Where, where's the Batmobile? Where's the Fratmobile? <laughs> oh my god, this picture of the Fratmobile It'll have like instead of like tires like, on the wheel there's pigs on there. Oh my god, that'd be funny. It'd be a funny vehicle. But, yeah, uh, no, Batmobile has that big. You like... need to get practice with your reach. You need to be driving, man. Where's the car? I... I don't see the car, man. You need to, you need to get in that boy. Macaroni. Macaroni. I know. I'm just when you said Batmobile and Fratmobile, I'm picturing Kavanaugh at the wheel with a beer in his hand, a beer in the <laughs> cup holder, and instead of, like, the rock out the back, it's just a giant, like, keg, like, shooting alcohol. He's, like, driving. Oh, my, oh my God, God. That'd be great. Oh, my God. Like, see, I think that they should, like, I don't know. I think that they get a little bit overboard sometimes with this stuff. Like, if you're not drunk, I don't see what the problem is with you having an open container in the car. Well, the like, problem I have is that you're gonna get drunk. I'm not saying everybody is. You know how hard is. it is to get, like, drunk. I know, but people are like, stupid. People are stupid and irresponsible. So I wouldn't even allow the, you know, possibility, like, the possibility. It's just, it's it's an endangerment to society at that point. Oh, uh, well, they just go and ban, like, low IQ people. Yeah, you know, the dummies that. that. <laughs> why, why not just go and like have them not get driver's license or get like an, a dummy license? A dummy license. <laughs> I'll be like, you can't drive, but you kind of can. So you know, here drive like a Honda Civic. Right. You know, like a Toyota Corolla. It'd be like the, the for the dummies, and then like you could have like an advanced driver's license if you actually know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, see, that's why I like it, like a multi-tier system, so <laughs> that like, in, and then if you have a higher tier system, you could go as fast as you want. You know, it's because you're a responsible driver. Yeah. But, you know, the dummies, they'd be speed limited to, like, speed, speed limits. limits. <laughs> uh, if you're, like, a responsible driver, then, like, the highway is going to be the Autobahn. Like, mm. see, that's how we do it. So then people want to get better at driving. Yeah. It'll give me an incentive. Because, like, it'll be like, because they do that kind of with uh, CDLs. But, I mean, it's for other things. Instead of that, it's like you can drive a bigger truck. Okay, but here's but, the problem. What happens when autonomous cars come in and take I'm sure over? they can drive however fast they want anyways. Yeah, that'll solve my problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's a dummy's car. But, like, the thing with the autonomous cars is that, like, how's that going to help people who don't live in, like, metro areas? Well, they're going to, you know, they're still going to be able to use autonomous cars. Like, it's not but Yeah, different. but, like, let's say you live in a farm and you use your car for farm things. Oh, well, yeah, like you can probably, it can probably, you, you know, in those cases you would have to do it by hand. Um, you know, you do it yourself. Like it's not going to be everybody, but it's going to be like most people. Um, It'll be everybody at some point. Like I was with that, I was in that Tesla the other day and like half the places <laughs> over here was like, 
Love it. They couldn't autonomously do it because they had road work, construction, or something or other. Yeah. It's like, especially in Pennsylvania, it's it's a problem. Oh yeah, it's gonna take a while. It's gonna it's gonna take a while. If it's well, not gonna happen. Well, just Pennsylvania overnight. because everything's under construction. Like one time I was going near Philly. Yeah. And there was like these guys, these road workers, and there was one who was like literally asleep. Another oh. guy was just eating a sandwich. Oh man. It wasn't even lunchtime. They were just sitting around, just sleeping on the job, and they're getting paid. And that's where our hard-earned tax money is <laughs> going to, folks. Yeah. They're paying for you know people to go to sleep. Well, and they're not only they always doing construction, but they're always doing construction in places that doesn't matter, and not doing it in places that do matter, or, or maybe just road, road, just road maintenance or construction in general. Like for instance, in my town, there's a crap ton of potholes that take forever to get filled, and the roads are just a mess for months. Uh, you know, this is what happens when the government does anything. Like shoot. We had in, uh, you know, Southern York, like your county, like I-83, they had a, um, there, there's like all sorts of junk in the road. Like the one road has been road working for like five years. And you start yeah. to go through like 45 miles per hour road work construction, like to get on, to get into York. Mm-hmm. And it's been going on for multiple years. Like what's going on? These people don't do their jobs. Like I think someone needs to be fired because like they rebuilt like the whole Pentagon and they rebuilt like all this stuff within a year, and that was like you know, but this has been going on for like four years, and it's just a highway. Right. Like really, it's not all that hard in the grand scheme of things. Like, why doesn't Trump go and like get the uh, National Guard or something just to go and fix the freaking roads? <laughs> I don't know if they specialize in that. Well, but... like, why not do this? Like, if you're a uh, college, okay. if you want to get like discount college, go and like work for the. For the building company, like to fix roads. Well, they that should have prisoners labeled, do like, it again. They should have prisoners fix. do it again. Oh, uh, they should have like college students because they keep complaining about wanting free college and mm, be like, true. okay, we have to work either do that or like fix the roads or build a wall. Yes, that's how we're gonna do it. I second the second one. Uh, but anyway, well, see, like they should build the roads too because I think that's important too. Because like, oh yeah, you know, you're driving on these roads, it's like playing Minesweeper, but instead <laughs> of like losing a game, you're losing, you know, your, your tire because the roads are terrible. Yeah, you're losing your wheel. Um, but le- anyway, as we've gone off topic for the first 20 minutes, <laughs> we'll talk about our top story since it's a quick one, but the real top story we'll talk after the break. Cause it just, it just made me so happy as to what happened, but we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll know what I mean in a few, but first let's talk about the top, top, top story, which is the midterms on Tuesday. We had the midterm elections. I voted. I assume you voted unless, uh, there's some, what? Yeah, but I doubt that they even count it. This place is so shady where I vote at. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, assuming they counted it. I don't even know. Like, they gave, they were like, oh, you know, they were supposed to take that over there. I was like, I don't even care at this point. <laughs> These people are so incompetent. Oh, yeah, I know. But, hey, every vote does count, as we're seeing a lot of these tight races. But I mean, we're not, not as bad as Florida. I was, go- I was going to bring up Boward County. Uh, that's been cool. pretty bad. What's up with Broward County? They keep having <laughs> things happen to them. I know. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Like they had the Parkland shooting. They had the incompetent FBI and police department that had gotten that had gone to his place like 28 times and didn't stop him. And then you have the voting fraud, uh, which is I'm gonna talk about a little bit in a second. That's happening. I what's up with this county? And they had the the shooter who we're not gonna say his name. He is still eligible to vote. 
right now. Yeah, it's Florida for you. He's probably <laughs> one. And, uh, and all, like, honestly, Florida, no wonder there's so many crazies in there. Like, Florida's probably so where they weird. all go to. They live in Broward <laughs> County. And, like, that's not even the only thing. I, I heard that, like, the reason there's so many crazies is, like, they have all these uh, rehab places in Florida. Oh, really? And that's where, they, yeah, that's where the <laughs> rehab people go to. And you know, that's why there, you see people in Florida who are, like, pooping off of Highline poles and stuff. <laughs> Is that where our a particular friend of ours goes to rehab centers? Is that why he's in Florida? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably like, oh god, that that person. He's a, he's a character. That's one word for it. But anyway, so the results so far, because there's some races are actually still being counted or recounted. Uh, the Republicans now have 51 seats in the Senate. And the Democrats have 46. The so Democrats, I mean, Republicans have a five-seat majority, so their majority grew from 49 to 51. They flipped three seats. The Democrats flipped one. In the House, of course, is a different story. went according to how some of the so-called experts were saying it was going to go. Uh, Republicans now have 199 seats. Democrats, 227 Big gap now. The Republicans flipped five seats, but the Democrats flipped 37 seats, uh, which is it's a big gap, it seems like. But it's it's still not a blue wave, a blue wave. You'd have like 50, 60 seats like in the when the Tea Party election of 2010, Republicans got a lot of seats. I think it was over 60 or it was like 80 or something. Uh, so it's not a blue wave, but the Republicans held it off. But at the same time, you know, the Democrats, and I can speak from personal experience, like on Tuesday, I was getting a bit nervous because I noticed, I, I predicted, and I said it multiple times, Republicans would keep the House with a BOI slim majority. I was wrong. And the reason was because I assumed that Republicans would be afraid of losing something, they would get out to vote, and that it was going to be a silent majority that was going to come out and, you know, have, you know, vote for all these candidates to help Trump, but apparently not. Instead, there was high voter turnout by the Democrats. Both sides had high turnout, but the Democrats had a way higher turnout. Here, specifically in Center County at Penn State, uh, they got six times the turnout in the 2018 midterm than they did in the 2014 midterm. So they got out the young vote big time, or at least in this area, and they did a really effective job with their ground game once again. Democrats, I've always said, are better at ground game, especially in contested areas. And I noticed it here every day they're, you know, shouting at people to get out and vote and shouting at people to register to vote. Then on election day, they had vote in the hub signs everywhere. I think this was done by the university, but it could be the Democrats. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. But they had signs everywhere. I've never had this, you know, uh, way at Penn State where no matter where you walked, no matter where you looked, there was a sign telling you vote in the hub. It was just everywhere, no matter where you were. But, you know, they got a lot of people out. And Republicans had zero ground game here. They didn't door knock. They did little phone banking. They didn't do any get out the vote. They didn't do any uh, register the vote. Nothing. This but uh, whose fault is that? That's I blame the college Republicans on mm, messing this up. Yeah, thing up. it might be. It's funny because they kind of have well, a history I know that of this. The college Republican president's best friends and roommates with the college Democrat president. So you tell me if there's a conflict of interest going on <laughs> uh, over there. Let's not I don't forget. I'd investigate that. Let's not Especially forget. if you don't look at the previous college Republican president. Yes. They were friends still. Wonder what's going on over here. This is almost as bad as Broward County. <laughs> Wait. There's some there's a lot of disturbing politics going on over here, and I think it needs to be investigated. And let's not forget the former college Republicans president is a registered Democrat who voted for either Hillary or Gary Johnson. We know for a fact he didn't vote for Trump. 
the current college Republicans president, we know for a fact didn't vote for Trump. Probably voted third party or wrote in something. I saw her with a Carly Fiorina shirt the other day. Uh, oh God! Yeah, she I know. Like that loser. Yeah, I know. That. Total loser. Um, but at the same time, uh, she's also the same person that helped out. Let's not forget with the Tim Kaine event when Tim Kaine came to speak here. She helped out with that. The college Republicans president people. Okay, and you know, I'm just. As a Republican, you know, Republicans, this two-faced, who needs Democrats? Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm just disappointed in that because you need the effort, guys, and it's not there. And this is why you lose elections. If you're just there to get positions, to network, and to meet elitist friends, to get yourselves a nice, comfy job, you're not. You don't care about this. You don't care about the issues. You're not in it to win it. You're in it for yourself. And I'm saying that as a person that I don't care which side you're going to vote for. I just care you're in it to win it. Because, you know, why I love my side to win, I just want people that are involved with this to actually care about it. Okay? And well, no, no. I absolutely want the Republicans to win. I don't know what you're talking about. If you're a Democrat, I prefer you not vote anyway. <laughs> I'm just well, saying it for the sake of fairness. Let's be real over here. But, like, on the other hand, you know... The college Republicans, they need to really, like, not be this terrible. They're setting themselves up to lose. What what college, what events has college Republicans held this year off the top of your head that did not involve alcohol? <laughs> um, let's, nope, nothing. No, none. None? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. Guess what? The see, all that they do is... <laughs> The only... All they do, like, for being, like, you know, they, they seem like the uh, meme of what Kavanaugh is. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if she supported Kavanaugh because she seems like the type that probably wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen the GOP more unified under Kavanaugh, but I could see some people like her not supporting him. But the only, I said last year in a group me, I got a little flack for it from certain people, but it was in a group me where I said last year that the only good thing the college Republicans have done, uh, uh, to, in, in my time here was bring Sean Spicer and that was during the great debate which was with the college Democrats where they brought Howard Dean I was like this is the only good thing they've done like it was literally yeah, the only good thing they've done in my time just, here yeah they're they're just like waste of time like yeah. honestly they're not even like they're not even conservative anymore no. like when I came when I was at Penn State you know there's a couple people that were conservative but like <laughs> now not the college Republicans. Well, that's like, why the like, turning point seems a little yes. bit better. But even then, they're they're not even a, like a conservative club. No, but they. But here's the funny thing: like they all say, "Oh, we're nonpartisan." But Charlie Kirk is literally campaigning for Trump, and he's literally. You probably find more John people Jr. who would actually vote for Trump in turning in the turning point club at Penn State than you would at the college Republicans club, and that's oh, pretty yeah. sad. A thousand percent. I I would bet money on that. Um, but like, I think that they need to be held to account for their transgressions, like college Republicans. Like, I think they need to go and like, like the CRNC or whoever the heck the big organization is, they need to go and like revoke their membership in that. Yeah. Well, they're not, they just don't do anything. Like I said, the phone banking was very little and everything else is just meh. They don't. Well, to be fair, state colleges like you're not gonna be turning that unless you had some like act of God. But but they, they could, could be going into banking. they could be going phone banking and door knocking into uh out into um the countryside here. But they don't yeah, do that. That'd be a lot better. But now the Democrats they, they were doing that. To their liquor runs. 
Yeah. The de- <laughs> what was that? Liquor runs? Yeah, I'm going to go to the whiskey run. <laughs> You know, whatever they drink. They probably they're probably too they're probably too scared to even drink whiskey. They probably drink like I don't know, some like apple teenies or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's just disappointing because I just see no effort, no want to win. The Trump campaign here was fully done by grassroots efforts, all students and a few adults, no CR people. They didn't help out with Trump at all. They didn't endorse him. This is why they lose. It's because they don't want to. Yeah, win. in fact, like the college Republicans actively campaigned against us. They really did. They, yeah, they did due to some other some particular events that happened that <laughs> yeah. year. But yeah, that's well, neither here nor there. <laughs> but anyway, so the Broward County thing is where uh, the election supervisor accidentally mixed up some ballots with some in, some valid ballots with some invalid ballots, and they kind of just like threw them all to the side. Yes. It's really weird what's happened. I don't know all the details. Nobody really does. But it's some shady stuff. And they're trying to get to the bomb of it, and there's going to be a recount soon. Uh, so we'll see, follow this that. Is, like, why is it always Florida? Because this happened in, like, 2000. Like, can yeah. they just get competent people there? Or, or did all the competent people in Florida move to another state? They must Like, have. there's something rotten with Florida. Yeah, it's very strange. Very, very strange. I wonder if, like, the CRs uh, peoples that uh, the establishment elitists that we've been uh, complaining about are all from Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's just such a weird location. Like, why is it? Because this was not the first time this happened in Florida either, where they yeah. had to have a recount. It's not the first time whatever. they've had a mass shooting either with Parkland. Like, they had the gay nightclub shooting. Uh, Orlando. By, yeah, Orlando. They had... Like, um, Florida's like the posterior end of America, <laughs> from what I understand. To where everybody goes to retire, except me, because I don't want to retire in a hot, you know, sweaty environment. Yeah, where someone might eat your face off because they had too many bath salts. <laughs> it's just a weird state. Like, I, Milo lives there now. I'm like, what are you doing down there, Milo? Probably tax breaks. What was that? He's a little of a strange boy. <laughs> I love him though. He's great. Yeah, I, I, he's an interesting character. I don't, I don't have any hate for him, but he's definitely a little bit of a strange boy. Strange boy. <laughs> I thought he was from England, or did he like move? Yeah, he he was. He was always from England. That's why he's got the British accent. And... Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure they like banned him or something. <laughs> no, that's more like, southern. If he comes back to England, he'll be thrown into the dungeon for hate speech with Tommy Robinson. He probably will. Like he's even getting kicked out of Australia now. Um, he's, you know, I, I love him cause he's just the biggest martyr of free speech next to Alex Jones now. Um, but he's, yeah, he, he lives in Florida now. He moved to America cause it's, you know, more, it's been definitely better for his career and it's England's not a free country anymore. I mean, it never was a free country, but even more or less of a free country now. Yeah. Like, do you hear what's going on with Tommy Robinson now? Like PayPal now like blocked him. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah, I did they, see that. They denied him service. Yeah, yeah, that's that's da- they did that to Alex Jones too. That's very like, dangerous. See, this is what there needs to be laws against this at this point. Like I think that you know it would be good, maybe an executive order even just to stop this. Like if you're not doing something blatantly illegal, you should not be able to have payment processes yeah. like taken from you. Yeah, I yeah. think that would be a easy thing for Trump to do. And if he cared about his base, he would do that. I'd take that over the 14th amendments or like the, the dreamer stuff for the moment. Ooh. Well, oh, you mean the birthright citizenship anchor babies? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd take him. I wouldn't uh, take anything like, over executive anything. Executive order over this rather than that at the moment. I want them both. <laughs> but I, I'd agree that it should be done, but I'd rather have this done first. Well, yeah. in England, though, it's going to be hard for him because technically what he did to get him thrown, Joe, he technically broke the law. But it's a stupid, unjust, well, well, immoral law. law thing. Like the payment process is being taken away. Yeah, I know. But you're you're I saying I know, and I, I I get what you're going at. But you're saying that you know, unless he does something illegal, he shouldn't get it taken away. But technically, what he did in England was illegal. So then that would give him well, justification to take it away. Well, yeah, but like something with the payments, like you know, if you if you stole like five dollars with you know, or like. If you littered, they wouldn't take away your ability to go and right. have, uh, like, PayPal. Yeah, you have to, like, murder somebody for it to be taken away. Yeah, you'd actually have to, like, do something like, you know, a murder for hire or something. <laughs> or, like, money laundering for yeah. them to do that. And even then, they'd probably keep it on longer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And well, the problem is that, you know, these pro you know the government, Orwell, the only thing Orwell got wrong was that he thought the government would be smart and efficient enough to be uh, oppressive, but it's the private comp the private mega corporations that are smart and efficient enough to oppress people they don't like. <laughs> Thank your libertarians for that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'll talk about that after the breaks. I have problems with libertarians. <laughs> Ooh, I found some interesting information courtesy of a Bloomberg Business Week. Berg, what? Bloomberg Business Week. Oh, Bloomberg, okay. Apparently, uh, there's been some uh, interesting things happening with 7-Eleven and ICE. Oh, Phil Sin. Well, apparently, the uh, I was just perusing this article a little bit, but um, like the company apparently has been using ICE at like the business zone as a tool to get back at like the franchise owners it doesn't like. Uh-huh. And, like, yeah, there's been a lot of people getting deported and in trouble for that. <laughs> I was going to say, you're talking about the I.C.E.ICE, not ice, the ICE. ICE, baby, yes. <laughs> not, I was say, not the ICE that they sell outside the 7-Eleven that you pick up. No, uh, no, no. We're talking about the Trump one. Yeah, Trump one. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, they're, like, I'm surprised they haven't done this beforehand because... I would not be surprised if there was some undocumented uh, immigrants working at ICE. Oh, That's yeah. That's the politically correct way to say that. Yeah. Because, like, I've been bef at some of these places before, and, you know, it's kind of like a crapshoot if you'll be able to really understand what the guy at the front counter is saying. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it's because... And this is why I tell people that we need to end illegal immigration because, hey, you, you like, the left is all against these big corporations. Okay, that's great and greedy capitalism. But you know what? A part of that is it's getting cheap slave, modern slave labor, and that's what illegal immigration is to these companies. It's that's why that's why Democrats like it. They want their slaves back. You know, it's been <laughs> what like a hundred some odd years. Oh well, yeah, and that's what, the last time they had slaves. And that's you know, why they began. Well, that's why these corporations lobby Democrats and lobby you know politicians is so they can guarantee that immigration reform does not pass, that illegal immigration stays put, so they can get labor that they can pay under minimum wage under the table and not have to worry about anything and that's what they do 
But if you're a libertarian, it's oh, but my freedom. <laughs> yeah. At least these libertarians, they really, they really get on my wrong side. They frustrate me more every day. They are the re they are like the biggest problem I think on the anything sort of right wing. It's just like these the unreasonable libertarians. Like I can agree with libertarianism, but like when you refuse to vote, or like you vote for Gary Johnson or something, yes. you think you're morally superior because you didn't vote for oh, Trump. God. Like you know, you're not helping anyone. Yeah. Like see no, the you are. No, you are helping somebody. You really help us out there. No, you are helping somebody. Really good. The Democrats. Who themselves. Yeah, no. The Democrats. No, I'm saying that. I was saying, who are they helping out? I'm like, no, they are helping out somebody. They're helping out the Democrats. Well, yeah, they, they say they hate taxes so much. Well, if you vote Republican, you'll get less taxes. Yeah. You but, know, they want to complain about that, but like, you, at least we hope that you'll get less taxes. Like, yeah. they keep jacking up taxes everywhere because that's what they can do. They want to squeeze you dry. Yeah. Well, they when. Milk you, milk your udders. <laughs> See what literally. <laughs> I got that part. Um, what, what libertarians don't understand for some reason, or it's just the way that they think, they are so principled, so strict that they're absolute. They're absolute principles where everything has to follow through with their purity test, where this candidate has to be, uh, let's say, um, always pro-gun all the time or always pro uh, cutting taxes all the time, like a certain, like a flat tax, we'll say. If it's not a flat tax, oh, it's not good enough. We're not going to vote for this person. I'm like, why do you... It's directionally closer to what you want. What are you going to vote for them? If you vote third party, you're throwing away your vote and you're helping the Democrats because you are more inclined to vote right wing. If you vote Republican, you're going to get closer to your beliefs. You're going to get closer to libertarianism. But if you keep voting... Third party or libertarian, nobody's going to take you seriously. And more Democrats going to keep winning, and they're going to keep getting more support. I mean, look at New Mexico. Gary freaking Johnson, who's the most incompetent, stupid, dumb politician on two feet. The guy that doesn't know where Aleppo is, uh, he took 15% of the vote in the race there. And the other, because he, and, and the reason he got 15% because he won, he ran third party as a libertarian candidate, and he was governor of that state as a Republican, I might add. And so he ran Roberts there, and this time took away 15%, and the Republican lost. If he didn't run, run if at least yeah, half of those scary. votes went to the Republican, they would have won. They would have won, but they lost it because Gary was a spoiler candidate. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just like a wrench in the cogs of the machine. They're useless. <laughs> like I mean, they're 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 useful in their philosophy, but not practically. It's yep. like you know these ideas. It's like oh, it looks good on paper, and I mean it does. But right now, we are not there yet. Yeah. Like the Democrats will claim with the communists, but instead, of, I mean, it's not nearly as bad as communism. Yeah, yeah. But like, it looks good on paper to them at least, and then in real life, it's just terrible. It's like that. I, I do you see that meme by the way. It's like. Well, you know, communism's like baking a souffle, and then it's like, oh, and then they showed a picture of like some of the death camps under like Stalin. It's like, oops, I guess I burnt it this time. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and like with libertarians, like I've even gotten like some, like for a week, I was pro privatizing marriage because I thought it'd be the best way to make the gay marriage people happy and the traditional marriage people happy. But then I started reading into it, and then I realized like every libertarian, like, you know, talking point. It's idealistic because if you privatize marriage, 
first of all, that means the churches are going to be handling it now, ideally. Uh, you're going to have churches then denying people marriage licenses because they're not a certain religion or they're not Catholic enough. So you're going to have issues right there. The biggest issue, though, is going to be dealing with children because you're going to have different contracts that don't guarantee protections for children, and they're going to get screwed over in all these you know, marriage licenses of no fault of their own. And that's one case where... I think that, you know, the state should do marriage licenses as much as I uh, want yeah, them to get out of it. And I disagree with, uh, I disagree on that. I think that people, you know, people can make come to contract for whatever they want. And they can go into a contract over access to my horse for breeding purposes. <laughs> but like, why can't I go into my own contract for marriage? I, th yeah. well, because like I said, because when you have uh, custody battles, that's, I should have been a little more specific. When you have custody uh, problems, the kids are going to get screwed over these private life, uh, agreements because you'll have agreements in there. They'll say like, well, you know, if we go into a divorce, uh, you know, only I can deal with the kids or the kids can't get this or do that. And they're going to get totally screwed over. Well, you can, well, yeah, then you don't sign that contract. Yeah, but people will. Well, then that's their fault for signing a bad contract. I know that's their fault, but it's going to affect the kids, and that's the problem. Well, they do look at the divorce courts right now. They're already pretty terrible. Yeah, but they're better like, you than— You can already write stuff like that in the contract. Like, you know, you have prenups, and then you can have things with the kids in there, too. I agree, but well, the problem the is— pro The biggest problem with marriage contracts is no-fault divorce. Yeah, and I agree, but the problem is when you privatize it, it's just going to get worse. That's the it problem. It was fine before the government started. Like, I think that the government should go and say that, like, you can't have... Like, honestly, this the stuff with the... Uh, like, look what happened with gay marriage. Like, they had some guy get married who had no intention of, like, even... They weren't even gay. There was two straight men who got married. It was for, like, some... To win a contest. Uh, see, that's what would happen with privatized marriage. So you'd have stuff no, like that. No, that wasn't privatized. That was in like Australia. This was government well, sanctioned. Australia. That's um, not America. And the other problem is you'd have polygamy and incest totally perfectly fine. Every state you'd have laws against incest. Yeah, but then that means the government's mean, getting involved still in marriage. Able to be polygamous right now. Like, yeah, but I don't it think it happens <laughs> in Utah. <laughs> oh no, it happens in like Dearborn, Michigan. Well, yeah, but that's like in state by state. What I'm saying is the problem is you're going to let people do incest and do polygamy, and you're going to have a whole well, incest sense of is, problems. Like that's illegal on a state by state basis. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is if you privatize marriage, you're going to start allowing these things. No, like you would have you would have to follow the state laws that you're in. Like you, you can't go and get married to your sister if your state forbids, like, incest yeah but but wouldn't state if you're well, okay we might have two different definitions of privatizing marriage but if you have um you know like a state um privatized marriage wouldn't that get rid of all polygamy laws because then that would mean it's no, not privatized no, that, that wouldn't get rid of polygamy laws you just have to abide by those i mean i would ideally like that um it's just i don't know if that's that i don't think that's how it would work like it depends what you mean by privatized because i mean i think it already is yeah. private more or less but the thing is that it's like you get a tax break if you're married that's like well, a federal thing. yeah but to get a marriage license like to say to like to officially say i'm married you have to go to a government place and get that you just sign some paperwork yeah that's what i'm saying but i don't think like your your marriage contract is it can be different per person like that's like it's not like a one-size-fits-all thing like especially if you have like large amounts of assets you might have a prenup 
Yeah. You can include things in there. Now, they could always be thrown out by a judge, which I think that needs to stop. Like, that should be declared before the marriage, and if the judge doesn't like it, they should say, hey, we can't do this now. But, like, hmm. yeah, um, no, I, I think that it should be, like, I guess that, like, they need to go make it, they need to change it, and they need to go and have, they need to bring back fault divorce and have that be in the marriage contract where you have a divorce clause, and then you have to deal with that. You know, if you want to be no fault, you can put that in the marriage contract. If you don't, then you can put that in the marriage contract. But right now, it keep, things keep being thrown out by judges, and that's what makes, like, divorce court such a landmine mm. a thing. Now I'm going back to being pro-privatizing marriage. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think it's a thing that's actually going to happen. That's the other thing. I mean, uh, I think, like, what do you, like, the only thing is, like, I mean, it varies by saying it already is kind of private. Like, you can't, it, you know, they, they say who you can and can't get married to. Yeah, but that's but the like, state saying that. That's not private. Well, yeah, like, that part's not private, but the whole, like, you can put other things in the contract. Yeah, but there's certain, like, parameters and guidelines that you have to follow. Like, you can have a business, like, just because you can't have, like, a business that, you know, deals in crack doesn't mean that all businesses are public. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'll think, like, about, I'll think about this issue some more because, like, I <laughs> are you laughing because you're changing my mind? <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I'm open-minded. Everybody's like, oh, you agree with Trump on everything. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, you know, or they'll say, oh, you always don't change your beliefs. I'm like, but I do. You know, I just, I don't know. I, mean, I got into an uh, argument. Well, I, got I don't know. My, my thing, though, is like, I think that there should definitely be tax breaks for marriages because it's beneficial and you need it right now because people ain't having kids. And that's why the left is trying to import slave labor from, like, Mexico. In the mm. form of illegal immigrants and legal immigrants. Yeah. Like, they're going to pay under, like, so we need to get, like, you need to start having kids, like, now. <laughs> Just going to go to a couple kids. A couple kids. Yeah, but the problem is, like, people can't afford to have kids anymore. Well, they can. Jeez, I, I, knew pe I knew people down the street to me have, like, six kids. Yeah, and are they on government programs? Oh, yeah. There you go. That's what I'm saying. And so I'm paying for it. And then when I pay for it, that means I can't have kids on my own without government assistance. Oh, see, we need to go make the system burn down at this point. Yeah. Just have like 20 kids and be like, yo, government, give me the monies. <laughs> That's pretty much what's going to happen when there's a break. Just race to the bottom until they get rid of it. Be like, boom, boom, pow, you know? <laughs> boom, boom, pow. Okay. So we only have. Uh, like five minutes until our next break. Um, uh, we've gone so off topic for so long. They're gonna have to talk about our top story after the first full hour, but we'll talk <laughs> about right now something uh real quick, which is uh Antifa Doc. Actually, now I'll talk about the other thing first. Jeff Sessions was fired finally. Yay! After the midterms, Good. nobody liked Jeff Sessions. Even Jeff Sessions didn't like Jeff Sessions. Um, so he's been replaced by now acting attorney general Matthew Whitaker. And to be honest, Matthew Whitaker's appointment is probably uh, illegal. <laughs> um, but I know why Trump did it. But Napolitan was talking about this on Fox. There's basically three ways that uh, you can you know, have an acting attorney general. And then in the first way is the deputy attorney general takes over, and that's Rod Rosenstein. But Trump definitely doesn't want that because Rod Rosenstein hates Trump and is trying to find dirt on him and is involved with the Russian investigation. So 
he definitely doesn't want that. And I understand that because that could be a whole slew of issues for him. The other way is that you get a currently uh, someone that's working DOJ that's been uh, confirmed by the Senate for their job into act as acting DOJ. Uh, Whitaker has not been confirmed by Senate for his job in the DOJ. And the other require, uh, what you could do is when there's a recess appointment, but that's not happening right now, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but Whitaker might be okay because he's like interpreting this law as in that he was approved by the Senate for uh, being an attorney in Iowa, you know, ten years ago. So that's might be how he's getting around it, but it's kind of a clear cut law. Um, and, and Whitaker did not take the oath of office though, for this job, which is, you know, basically saying he doesn't qualify under the law for this job. And that's why he didn't take the oath. So a little weird there, but the candidates they're thinking about right now that's been reporting news are Chris Christie, which I think oh, would be, <laughs> you know, like Christie. What's he going to do? Like steal all the Twinkies, like command them to be like sent to him. No, he's going to close the bridges. He's going to sit on the beach by himself, like deport the, everyone on the beach so he can go and get a suntan. <laughs> He's yeah, well bodying his suntan. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna close some bridges while he's at it. Um, they're also like, that's why I need the whole beach because that's the only way that he could get like all, no shadows. Yeah, oh, you see, look, I like Christie's personality, but I don't like a lot of the stuff he does like that, like closing the beach just for himself, closing the bridges because it's his like opponent that he doesn't like. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, dude, like that's, oh, it's like, I, I think he's got a good person. I think he can be a good guy, but like that stuff just uh, turns me the wrong way. I think people give him a little bit of unnecessary amount of hate though. And I think it's because he's fat and I love how the left body shames him. You know, they're fat shaming him, but Hey, you say that about some of these feminists and oh, you're a misogynist. You're a, you know, don't make fun of people because of, you know, their size, all sizes are beautiful, no matter how big. But, no, oh, let's make. True. Yeah, I know it's not true. Uh, fat people are disgusting. I'm a, I'm a larger person saying that there's <laughs> some, you know, there, there's you do not want to have like someone who is like freaking more rolls than a than like a hill. You know, you don't more rolls than the bakery. You don't want that. You know, more stretch marks than a like some pregnant with like quad tuck octuplets. Octop octomom. Oh God! Like you know, there's women out there. You know, and the men and men too. Probably more men actually. You don't want like a sumo wrestler, you know, as a partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, and that's why it's just disgusting. Fat is disgusting. Yeah, it's unhealthy. I mean, being large is not healthy, dude. Like I went to the gym today, it's a pain to run. Yeah, and feminists are promoting this as it's body positivity, as it's it's wonderful to be unhealthy and fat. No, it's not. It's unhealthy. It's terrible, and it makes you unattractive. And that's not, that makes people yeah. sad. That makes people sad. It makes you, like, if you get diabetes, then you, you might not get, like, you know, you're a member. Yeah. You get erectile dysfunction. Ladies <laughs> will lose their periods. They can't have kids. No wonder so many people can't have kids. Between the erectile dysfunction and, you know, women who physically can't have kids, <laughs> due to, like, could they lose their menstrual cycle if they're too fat? Yeah. Like, that's probably one of the reasons why there's a lot of people, like, not being born right now. Yeah. Well, and to get back on topic, the other two people that have been uh, talked about as replacements are Representative John Radcliffe. And now they're talking about the guy I won right from the beginning, Trey Gowdy. 
my man. I love Gowdy. He is tough, smart, and he would he's not a swamp monster. He's been at you know against Trump on a few things, but he he'd be he would serve. He would serve his country and he would do a great job. But he retired recently. Um, cause I think he's tired of the whole system. He knows it's rigged. He knows he's not getting anywhere and he felt, um, just unproductive. So I, he might not just take the job, but you know, if Trump asks, I think he'll do it. And I would love to see Gowdy. He would kick some butt. You guess who's not on that list? Um, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Benji. I, Arr, I'm going to talk about him after the break because there's something he said to grind my freaking gears. That guy is... He thinks he's smarter than he really is all the time. He's not that smart, and he's wrong on like a lot of things. At least Sargon is smart. I say Sargon's smart than Ben Shapiro. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like, like Sargon. Ben Shapiro's though. a lawyer. Like, I, I mean, he's not as smart as he thinks he is either, but like... He's pretty, like, he's actually pretty smart, I think. He's probably got, like, an IQ of, like, 120 to 130. I just don't like saying it because it inflates his ego of Ben Shapiro. Like, he's smart, but he's not, like, you know, Stephen Hawking's. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think Ben Shapiro is a very good debater in terms of a high school debate format, but he does not get culture, he does not get Trump, and he does not get his supporters, and he's done some stupid stuff, which I'll mention. So, the big story that I want to talk about, because, again, this guy grinds my gears, and some interesting stuff happened with him. So, Jim Acosta. He is the White House correspondent for CNN. And I have had a record of trashing this guy all the time, especially on this program. I can't stand this guy, because he is everything wrong with journalism in modern America. He has had a history of interrupting Trump at press conferences uh, and just being a total jerk because of it. Now, I know everybody's going to say, oh, free press allows you to be a jerk. Yes, it does. But it doesn't allow you to break protocol in this way because uh, his right to the press briefing is a privilege. Um, it's granted to him. I can't go into the press room and do things. But what he's done is during press conferences, he will... When he's not called on, interrupt President Trump and the fellow reporter that is supposed that has been called on to ask the question so that he can ask a question. Trump tells him to shut up and makes him look like, oh, I'm under assault from Trump. I'm a victim of Trump. That's what Jim Acosta wants to be, a victim of Trump. He wants to become a celebrity by being a victim, a fake victim, in fact. So he's been Sounds like him and Anita would have something in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's been doing this for ages, and it's annoying because he, you know, th acts like he's this moral, upstanding journalist presenting and reporting on real news when he's actually just a phony celebrity wannabe that cries when Trump doesn't call on him and just turns everything into, oh, Trump's attacking me in free press because my feels. Um, so, well, anyway, just so you understand, Jim Acosta is that that's the type of guy he is. So, Recently, though, right after the election, Trump held a press conference, and Jim Acosta was called on, 
and he got BTFO'd big league by Trump. I mean, oh, it was spicy. When Trump is doing press conferences, they are entertaining and they are great. And when he picks on Jim Acosta, oh, he doesn't hold back. He's firing on all cylinders and he makes him look like an idiot. Uh, so Jim Acosta was there, moral grandstanding, saying, oh, this migrant caravan is, quote, not an invasion, as you say it is. And he says that they're just migrants. And he cites the ad that Trump um, had in the migrants. said, oh, you show them climbing over walls. And Trump just goes, they're not actors. They're not from Hollywood. And Jim Acosta just goes, oh, they're hundreds of miles away. That's not an invasion. I'm like, that's a definition of an invasion. I mean, haven't you watched, like, Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? Like, they march, like, to invade places from, like, miles away. They're not, like, next door. And they just, like, hop right in. And, oh, that's that's your definition of an invasion. I mean, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So Trump just, um, uh, just goes at him, you know, because he's, like, lecturing him on this. Trump just goes, you should let me run the country. You run CNN, and if you did, if and if you did better, your ratings would be much higher. So he just like smacks him right there, like he's just BTFO'd. Um, and then Jim Acosta doesn't shut up. He's already asked like five questions and engaged really in a debate. And so he's asking more questions, more questions. So Trump finally, who is as still answering his questions, is moving on to another point. He says that's enough. Uh, and as Peter or whatever his name was. Uh, as an ex-reporter, but Jim wouldn't stop and he wouldn't sit down. He keeps asking questions. Even though Trump had moved on to another reporter, Jim had his turn. He had five follow-up questions, even though you're technically supposed to only have one and question, maybe one follow-up. But he had five questions. Trump moved on, but he's still asking questions. And finally, an a White House intern uh, came up, who was uh, you know giving the mic to reporters, came up to take the mic from Jim Acosta. And when she tried to grab it, Jim Acosta resisted hashtag resist um pulled the mic back and then put placed his hand on her pushing her arm uh away so that she couldn't take the mic so he physically touched this aid okay it's on video and finally trump keeps answering his questions tells him to put the mic down this is the best part trump starts walking away from the podium towards Asta, and he gets freaking scared. He's like, oh, crap, Trump's coming. And so he hands the mic over to the aide, and then that shut him up for a second. Um, and then Trump, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, starts talking to the next reporter, and the next reporter goes, oh, in Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts his butt, and Trump just goes, well, I'm not a fan of yours either, to be honest with you. <laughs> It was so funny. Everybody laughed in that room, which was funny. And he just got BTFO'd. And so Jim Acosta stands back up. He's not done yet. You know, he'd already sat down. Trump's talking to another reporter. He starts asking questions. He just keeps lecturing Trump. And Trump said, you know, I, you know, I didn't call you, you know, uh, the new, the journalist, the people talking about fake news and it goes on, on, on. So Jim Acosta was interrupting again and being a total prick and resisting. Um, he wouldn't give the mic back up and he physically touched a white house intern, which is breaking protocol. Like you wouldn't believe. So that's what happened. If anybody didn't know, but the story goes on for me. I, I know I'm going to be monologuing here for five minutes. So bear with me there, Mr. Alex, but I got to give all the facts down. Uh, so then, uh, Jim Acosta tweets on, uh, out the night of that. He says, 
that I've just been denied access to the White House Secret Service just informed me I can't enter the White House grounds for my APM hit. Basically, he got his press credentials denied. And Sarah Sanders sent out a tweet about this uh, saying that we will, uh, quote, never tolerate a reporter placing his hands on a young woman just trying to do her job at the White House as an intern. Uh, and she said this conduct is absolutely unacceptable. It is also completely disrespectful to the reporter's colleagues and not allow them an opportunity to ask a question. President Trump has given the press even more access than your president history. And uh, unquote. She goes on to say that he had taken 60, quote, 68 questions from 35 different reports over the course of 1.5 hours, uh, including several from the reporter in question, uh, end quote. And she, of course, then ended with saying this press credentials have been denied. And Acosta retweets this and says, this is a lie. And then Ben Shapiro, the great Ben Shapiro, as Alex Jones said, you're intellectual. Uh, said, quote, this is not what happened. You could have been banned him for simply for refusing to abide by any of the normal rules of the press room. Then he had to say something happened that didn't. Ben, it did happen. It's on freaking video. Are you stupid? <laughs> and then CNN's PR uh, uh, group tweeted out uh, the following statement. And you're going to love this. This is their defense. Uh, the, the network that gets triggered when Trump calls them fake news says this, quote, it was, uh, when they're talking about the uh, press credentials being po pulled, quote, it ha was done in retaliation for his challenging questions at today's press conference. In an explanation, Press Secretary Sarah Sanders lied. She provided fraudulent accusations and cited an incident that never happened. This unprecedented decision is a threat to our democracy, oh, and the country deserves better. Jim Acosta has our full support. End quote. Jesus. They literally printed fake news. This is why Trump calls you fake news, and you get triggered when he calls you fake news. But what do you do in response to that? You call, you print fake news news you say the incident didn't happen when it did he placed his hand on a white house aide it's on video and cnn right below this tweets the video showing him putting his hand on the on the white house aide i mean are they a meme at this point or what and they went but it doesn't stop here again this keeps going people you had uh CNN on their broadcast editing out that part where Jim Acosta puts his arm on the uh, White House aide. They edit that out sometimes. But then they went a step further. Literally almost every single mainstream media outlet lied. Lied. They printed fake news saying that InfoWars uh, doctored this video that Sarah Sanders tweeted out. They said that Sarah Sanders tweeted out this InfoWars video that was doctored edited and sped up that was the three claims they almost all made was that it was doctored edited and sped up pjw paul joseph watson who works for infowars and made this video showed that it was not sped up it was not doctored and not edited unless you consider zooming in so that people can see things better like a you know like a replay on a football broadcast editing you're an idiot I mean, you're an idiot. You're intentionally lying to smear Infowars and to smear Trump and to smear Sarah Sanders. And Paul Joseph Watson showed a side-by-side -side video, the original C-SPAN video and the one that he tweeted out that just showed um, the original uh, you know, portion of where Jim Acosta puts his hand on the White House intern 
and then there's a replay of him of a zoom in of it zooming in where he's doing it. That's all he did. It's all Paul did. Now, does the video look absolutely identical? No, because when you edit video, anybody that's edited video would know that it the quality is degraded or through some you know, exporting reasons that when you export it, it doesn't look identical. It looks a little different. That's all. The color was the same for the most part. If they weren't side by side, you wouldn't have noticed the difference. The speed was exactly the same. Nothing was edited or doctored. All they did was zoom in. And, you know... Paul even showed the timeline, the timeline of Sony Vegas, his editing software, showing he hadn't edited or doctored anything. But it's not enough. They all lied. Every single one of them jumped on this bandwagon and lied. It is lazy journalism. It is stupidity. And it is bias at its peak. This is peak fake news, people. And guess who the only outlet that I could find to defend Paul and to defend Trump on this one was freaking BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed that printed the fake Pissgate uh, dossier, the, the fake Golden Shower dossier uh, that was completely ridiculous that even CNN wouldn't run with. <laughs> I think they later did, but, uh, you know, they did. They were, like, waiting to run on it. But BuzzFeed was saying that there was no evidence that this video was doctored or edited. And they all were jumping on this. This is what this just drove me nuts. This is like I look, I don't, I get passionate. Okay. But nothing really bothers me. This bothers me because this is showing blatant bias, blatant lying and or blatant uh printing of fake news just to hurt Trump. Because your guy, your elitist pal in your protected class of journalism, Jim Acosta, pl- just placed his hand on a White House aide, did something he shouldn't have done, and you guys just have to defend him. You shouldn't. CNN should fire him. They should fire him for every fake news he's, uh, story he's done. They should fire him for interrupting the Singapore summit and asking about autumn wine beer in front of Kim Jong-un, the guy he killed, and Trump is trying to make peace with him, and you go, what about autumn wa- wine beer? Are you a, uh, an idiot? That's dangerous. Don't ask that. You weren't allowed to ask questions, but you did it anyway. There's a time and a place, Jim. Okay? And stop interrupting Trump. Stop doing these games. Be a journalist. Do your job. It's a disservice to the country. Okay? I'm not trying to get on a moral high horse here at all like Jim, but it is an actual disservice when you're not doing your job as a journalist by asking tough questions, reporting fairly, and giving people the facts. You don't care about that, Jim. All you care about is your Twitter followers and your likes and your retweets and becoming some celebrity and becoming some victim of Trump uh, so that you can just boost your social status. You don't care about journalism. You don't care about doing good for the public. Now, maybe there's something, you know, maybe you can change, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. And crap like this, where CNN is saying Sarah Sanders is lying, because even though she said what was actually happened, which was he placed his hand on the aid, you you were you fake news. This is why Trump called you fake news, Jim Acosta, to your face. And we said, you are fake news. And CNN is fake news for printing this. This is why nobody likes you. This is why nobody trusts you. This is why nobody watches you anymore. This is why they mock you and you get all triggered over. It's because you did this yourself. Trump didn't do this to you. He just fought back and he made you look like fools. And now you're claiming this video that Sarah Sanders tweeted out is edited? It's not. Stop lying. (laughs) 
that's my monologue for today. Do you have something to add, Alex? Because <laughs> I, no, I think you about covered that topic and that. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's just it just really pissed me off because they get away with this all the time and people believe it. And I'm not saying you should ban any press. I'm all for freedom of the speech. Don't get me wrong. But news corporations need to fire people when they print lies, when they print fake stories. Okay, sometimes you can give them a second chance if it's an honest mistake or if they screwed something up. Minor. Okay, but these people like Jim Acosta are deliberately doing fake news. And these news organizations are in bed with them because it gives them ratings and they want to hurt Trump. I mean, it's just disgraceful. Anything for you, Dad, on Mr. Acosta? No, I think yeah, you covered, you covered him. <laughs> you deep in your runescaping? No, I wasn't doing any runescaping. I was looking up some things. Okay. Yeah, I just had the monologue there because there's a lot to unbox there. And people aren't being given the facts. And, you know, we always try on the show to be factual and have our commentary. But, you know, I, I just, I, I have to, you know, I had to lay it all out because this is just, just ridiculous that this guy is given such a free pass for all his stupid behavior. And then when Trump calls him out for it, oh, you're a dictator. Oh, you are assaulting free press. No, you're not. Trump is just fighting back. He's calling, he's calling you names. He's mocking you. He's given Jim Acosta so much leeway, so many uh, instances where he could, based on the protocols of the you know White House press credentials, he could have pulled his press credentials many times, but he didn't. He was nice. He was tolerant. But this one goes over a line when you place your hand on the reporter, and don't give me this crap that he didn't, or, oh, he was just reacting. No, you see in the video, her elbow goes um, down, and that's the action of somebody pushing down. Okay? The elbows don't just go down. If he was resisting, she wouldn't just drop like that or something. No, he put his hand on and he pushed her down because he didn't want his, the mic taken away. And people like Ben Shapiro are lying when they say that Sarah Sanders lied. No, it's what happened, Ben. Stop being an idiot. Stop acting like you're smarter than you think you are. I mean, I, I just don't get Ben Shapiro on that one because it's clearly in the video. Oh, God. <laughs> And, and well, it's ironic coming from Ben. I mean, it, it makes sense because this is a guy that rage quit Breitbart because because some girl made some false accusations that Corey Lewandowski yanked her to the ground. They came out with security cam videos that sh that was like they're like six frames. It was very you know crappy quality, but you could clearly see that Corey did not yank her to the ground. She was never on the ground. She made a false accusation, kind of like. Somebody we know, and uh, in the Kavanaugh hearing, and or not the hearing, um, it was on nice client, I meant. Um, but she she clearly was not yanked to the ground. She made this false accusation. Trump stuck with his man, and he proved to be right in the end. And he wasn't disloyal, and he believed him when he knew he'd done nothing wrong. But Ben Shapiro rage quit Breitbart over that. Is he an idiot or what? <laughs> oh man, and it's the same Ben Shapiro that said uh, that Kim Kardashian shouldn't be in the White House because she's no expert on prison reform when she was just there to save uh, Elise um, Jacks, uh, Johnson, Elise Marie Johnson, who had a crazy sentence of like life in prison for uh, some nonviolent misdemeanor, uh, and she was helping uh, her sentence get uh, you know, uh, ended. Uh, and he, she, he, she was doing a good thing for this person. 
who had an unjust sentence. But Ben's like, oh, I shouldn't have celebrities in here uh, advising Trump on prison reform. It's like, Ben, that's not what was happening. This is the same Ben Shapiro that said Trump would never win. Same Ben Shapiro that called, that's the self-described never-Trumper. This is what you get with these people. And it's just, ugh, he doesn't get Trump. He just doesn't get, I don't know why it's a mental block for him. But he doesn't get culture. He doesn't get that logic isn't persuadable. It's emotion. It's the things that Trump does. <laughs> I guess that's why he doesn't like him. But uh, anything about it with the Acosta stuff? Yeah, that's where I was gonna end it. You, you, you still have nothing to add? Uh, yeah. Uh, what else is there? Okay, one thing I want to talk about, uh, and we'll talk about the next thing after the break. But one, the last thing, but the one thing I really want to talk about is that Tucker Carlson was doxxed by Antifa, and a lot of crazy stuff happened. So Antifa, they doxed Tucker Carlson, they doxed Handy, and they doxed Ann Coulter. But Antifa then came to Tucker Carlson's house and had what the media called a protest. This wasn't a protest. This was an angry mob uh, where his wife actually had to hide in the pantry uh, because she was scared for her life. And she called the cops because Antifa was outside chanting, Tucker Carlson, we will fight. We know where you sleep at night. And they were also chanting mail bombs and synagogue shootings. Uh, and then they, one guy even cracked his door uh, of his house and they vandalized his property. Uh, and just, it was like, it was a mob outside of his house. His wife could have been severely hurt. Luckily his kids weren't there. Um, and the account that started the smash racism DC was finally banned from Twitter, uh, for instigate, for doxing and instigating this. But again, another conservative is under attack. Uh, another form of left-wing violence that the media just doesn't care about. Oh, it's no big deal. Some of the them condemned it. Or, yeah, some of them were silent on it, and some of them c called it out, uh, which I'll give them credit for. But Jim Acosta gets wall-to-wall -wall coverage because he's crying over his press credentials being moved after he placed his hand on the White House aide. But Tucker Carlson's house is docks, and there are people out there, a mob that's threatening to hurt him. And, oh, that's nothing. That's not a big deal. Oh, no big I deal. Even, I don't even think that the account that docks him got the Twitter account removed yet. They, it was a smash DC. They got removed. Smash How long did it take for them to get removed? It took a while. <laughs> yeah, like see, they'll take it. They'll take down people like Alex Jones within like twelve minutes of all the other people doing it. Yeah, or maybe not Alex Jones, but with the other ones, so they'll, they'll get the conservatives real quick. But if you dox Sony's conservative, you know they'll take their time with you. Yeah, and that's what really gets on my nerve. Like honestly, I think that doxing needs to be a, a special like criminal offense, especially like many make a law against it. And have it be severely punishable. Like if you dox on with the intention or with the apparent intention of um, like, you know, harming them, then you like if you intentionally dox someone, I think you should that should be like 10 years in prison. Yeah, it should be a pretty serious crime because as you can see, it puts people in danger. It's one of the exceptions to freedom of speech because you're placing somebody in severe danger and you have What's the intent. Is, I think it should be considered it's, it's incitement. Yeah, it's a form of incitement of um, incitement of illegal activity and uh, threat uh, uh, inciting of uh, it's a form of threat really. Um, you know, but I think they need to do a law specifically on this though, so that yes. like people, you know, they can go and request, they get subpoenas and warrants 
the people who posted this to Twitter. Yeah, because the intent of doxing is for people to find you and bring harm to you. That's the intent. Uh, and as you, you fired, which yeah, is still like emotional harm. damage. Yeah, it's a form of harm. Um, and it's just insane because, uh, you know, <laughs> the, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, what was my mind here? Um, oh yeah. It, it's just insane because somebody like Tucker Carlson is a pretty, you know, he's not a radical guy in any way. He's pretty like mainstream, right? You know, Trump conservatism. And he's got Antifa outside his door shouting all these crazy things and acting like he's like a Nazi. And that's a problem when you call everybody you disagree with a Nazi. You then justify, you give people a justification to hurt you, even though you've done nothing wrong. And it's only getting worse, and nobody's talking about this. Again, this is what pisses me off. When some guy sends some pipe bombs, which is obviously a big deal, to all these Democrats, it's, you know, a story that's talked about for weeks. But when Antifa does all these riots for months, burns Berkeley to the ground, does all this crazy stuff, and Maxine Waters threatens um, or encourages harassment of Trump supporters and administration officials, oh, it's nothing. They act like it's nothing. It's a double standard. I agree. I think that something needs to be done about this. Like, this has increasingly been the go-to move for like leftists to just go dox people. Most of the time, it ends up being people fired, and I think they should be able to go and like sue the people who dox them for their wage if they get fired. Yeah. At least uh, plus damages and uh, like a mandatory sentence of like five years i think that'd be appropriate yeah and like with tucker carlson especially like i saw like a leftist article saying that they um want to get rid like they wanted they didn't think it was that bad that tucker carlson yeah. was like oh well well they said there's only like a, a handful of people out there and this and that they're trying to go and downplay like see that's yeah. what the left always tries to go and do whenever like they end up doing something really stupid or bad they'll try to immediately downplay it like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Like, if 9-11 was done by a Democrat, they'd say, <laughs> oh, well, it only hit two buildings. <laughs> you know, they and they're kind of gone. Yeah. And, you know, that's what they would say. Yeah. Like, you know, Pearl Harbor was done by leftists. They'd be like, oh, well, it's just some base in the middle of nowhere. You know, who cares? <laughs> you know, what, what's really bad is is how, you know, minorities get treated. And they'll go and try to go and blame the Republicans still for them losing. They'll, like, curse. They'll, like... You know, they're, they're just something else. Well, that's the double standard. You see, with like Jim Acosta, it's wall to wall coverage of how Trump removed his press credentials, how this is assault on freedom of the press. But when literally Trump did nothing wrong, Sarah Sanders did nothing wrong, Jim was all in the wrong here. But when Tucker Carlson gets an Antifa mob at his door, that's not an assault on free press. That's, you know, no big deal. Oh, it's just, you know. Yeah, and they tried to blame him for it, too. Yeah. They tried to go and blame um, Tucker Carlson so say for being, gaslighting. you know, this, like, right-wing figurehead. <laughs> yeah, they, they call him, like, a public figure. Like, they want to blame you for, you know, them hurting you. Yeah. It's no... You know, again, they'll punch you in the face and see you for breaking their, you know, wrists. Yeah. There's no personal responsibility. They don't... They just... They're not the biggest believers in it, I guess. And it's always, um, they always say, oh, but he was gaslighting them. <laughs> I freaking I hate, hate that, that word. word so much. <laughs> I hate that word. Like, it's just become such a meme. It's like nine out of ten. <laughs> yes. 
You know, they haven't gone talk about dog whistles. I think the term gaslighting is a dog whistle. <laughs> you just combine the two words I hate together perfectly. I hate, I hate dog, dog whistle, whistle too. Like, it's just one of those words that popped up out of nowhere and then they <laughs> started going using. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, dog whistling is, like, the definition of mind reading. You think somebody is saying these things, but they're not. You're mind reading. You think they are, but the, you don't know that. And then gaslighting. It's like, just like, why would you dog whistle? Why wouldn't you just go and say it? It's like, oh, well, you know, if he said it, you know, he'd be, people would understand that he's really a racist. Like, he, like, you don't have this, like, they think that there's, like, this contingent <laughs> of, like, white supremacists out there yeah. who go, it's like, uh, like, Manchurian candidate when they hear the code words, you know, they'll scream to action like a sleeper agent. Yeah. It's just like, they have these conspiracy theories, but then when against see the right's the only one conspiracy theories. Every uh, yeah. time you hear the word dog whistle, and gaslighting, that's like a conspiracy <laughs> theory right there. But they don't ever get called out for it. So only the right who is conspiracy theorists. Yeah. You know, and then, oh, another you know, leftist conspiracy theory, the wage gap. Yeah. Um, you know, the... Rape uh, culture. Rape well, culture. What's that one? The patriarchy. Rape it's culture. It's a huge conspiracy theory, and that harms men. Rape uh, culture. They have so many of these conspiracy theories, it's ridiculous. Yeah, the wage gap, rape culture, uh, patriarchy. In America. Yeah, you yeah. know that probably exists in other in some other countries, but not yeah. in America. Yeah, some um, not in the West in the past. Like I don't think ever. Like you look like read King Arthur. Like if like the left. Like if you had like your rose tinted like leftist you know granny glasses on, you're reading like King Arthur. Maybe you'll go and see. Oh well, King Arthur went and you know he raped Gwendolyn or something, <laughs> and they're like and they, like he high fived the Green Knight. <laughs> like no, that never happens. Like, what are they talking about? Like, no, I've never seen a, like, a real, like, a legitimate thing where men, like, high-five people who are rapists. Like, no, they'll get their yeah. face beat. That's why chivalry was invented. They men forget what chivalry rapists. was. That's a Western invention, folks. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, the culture, you know, compared to other cultures, actually did, like, you know, like, some African cultures where they had, like, marriage by abduction, which is basically rape. You know, that, that wasn't a Western phenomenon, most, like, I mean, made back, like, you know, like, pre-Roman times, possibly, but for most of Western history, that's not been a thing. Right, and men hate rapists. Like, even criminals hate rapists, because when they're sent, rapists are sent to prison, well, something happens to them. That Well, well I don't know about the whole prison thing, because that's probably where a lot of rape goes. Um, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, they'll punish right? the rapist by raping them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but they're still, but they're, they're, rap they're rapists too if they rape somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I, I, they keep spreading these fake memes, these fake ideas. And the last thing I'll say is I mentioned memeing and we have to go to a quick break. But, um, you notice how they're trying to meme, like, because Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, just fell a few days ago. Uh, broke three of her ribs, and now she's been, uh, she was in the hospital, and now she's out. But you, you notice how the left is like, I don't know why, for like the past few months, they're they're trying to make her into like a forced meme. They're like, oh, she's cool and hip. She's like this cool granny. And they're calling her no. like, they're calling her notorious RGB. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'm serious. There are shirts uh, and stuff that say "Notorious RGB" and it's her face with a crown on it. Uh, Dilva <laughs> the, the the um I won't say her name because um the one one person we know um uh said she saw somebody who had a shirt that said "Notorious RGB" on it. 
Well, see, I'd be confused when I see that. I'm gonna think Notorious <laughs> RGB is gonna be about like colors or something. No, it's it's some rapper. It's it's some rap. Yeah, I, I know, and I was like Notorious. Oh, sorry, it's RB. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, but no, like, it was, was uh, sorry, RBG. Like, no, like she's one meme away from like death. I think she's yeah. so old; she shouldn't be in the office. So she looks like she's like, about to 85. die. She should be in the retirement home, not the Supreme Court. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm sorry. It's it's a notorious RBG. I always screw it up. I keep saying RGB, but it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg, so it's RBG. But there's like this, like, why is she like all of a sudden like like I was watching this trailer for this documentary called RBG, and it's like, oh, she's this, uh, she's such an a uh, um, you know massive uh, pop culture icon. I'm like, what? This way. I hate this like this idea that like. They're forcing you to enjoy their culture. No, that's not my culture. <laughs> like, this is just upsetting me for Hollywood leftists in general. That's not my culture anymore. I don't want this culture. I never was a part of it. We need to make our own culture. My culture is not a costume. <laughs> no, like, this is just, like, cringe. <laughs> like, that's no one. No, that's not cool. Like, you're just trying to go and keep her on, like, meme life support. <laughs> I think it's time to go. I'm thinking, and, I'm thinking know, of just, that. Pepe. Retire before she wastes the rest of her life in the Supreme Court and going to work every day and all this other yeah. stuff. Like she probably have leftists like Uber her to work every day. I'm thinking of that Pepe meme where he's got like the mask on and it's like a, a tube to the mask and it's like feeding him memes. That's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They're trying to, but like it's not going <laughs> to work. No, she, you know, she's a bad cold away from a pneumonia. <laughs> I know. Like, you look at her. Like, I saw her in an interview where she's talking about Kavanaugh. She looks like she's about to freaking die. She's just like, crunch, you know, hunched over. She, her her head's like, cry, you know, like, like positioned in a weird way. It's crooked to the left. You know, and she's like speaking. You know, really I hope that she decides to peacefully retire soon because if she does. Then <laughs> we can do whatever we want at oh, that point. Oh, Trump is. This is why they're so pissed. Because I would love for Trump to nominate a woman. Because then they can't me to him. I don't even care at that point. They're gonna have enough control. Even if you know if Ruth Ginsburg, you know, passes away or like retires or something, that's gonna be enough hands in the Supreme Court <laughs> to do whatever we want <laughs> for generations. We'll to the castle <laughs> for the next like forty years. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is that when Trump tries to nominate somebody, they're going to really fight this one. Because, yeah, that means the cons you know, conservatives are going to have a, str a hold on the Supreme Court for like, generations. So Trump has to nominate a woman now. Because if he well, doesn't... I think what they're going to do, if, they, if Trump gets another nominee, someone like try to assassinate them, oh, I think yeah. that's the next step. Because they're going to feel hopeless. Well, because they can't meet to a they're woman. Gonna... They can't meet to a woman, can they? No, they couldn't do that. that. That'd be true. Get, who is that other person who uh, was Kavanaugh didn't get in? Um, they were looking at Amy Barrett, but she's inexperienced as can be. She's only been a, ju a, ju a, a judge for like literally a year. She's not going to no. get it, but they'll find somebody else. do it anyways because we have enough people in the Senate to confirm her. Well, that, <laughs> yeah. Although, that, that, again, libertarians, this is why you can't lose Senate seats and vote for the third party. Well, didn't the Senate seat like uh, actually increase? Yeah, it, yeah, I, yeah. We we got uh, five or more. Yes, yeah, so they'll secure this even more. I know, but it's so isn't that the only ones that matter? Yeah. Like, isn't the Senate the only ones who deal with yeah. the nomination? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only the Senate. The Senate confirms them. But this is why I'm frustrated with libertarians again. 
It's because they we lose Senate races because they vote third party. Like if you didn't do that, we we wouldn't have these Supreme Court justices confirmed. Like just oh, they're frustrating. That's ridiculous. Um mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a beer cheese. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna have to get some dinner soon too, because I'm starving. Oh, so what's on the last um topic? The last topic is the Red Dead Redemption 2 controversy. Oh. This has been a fun one. So, a gaming channel called Shiraco, I think that's how you pronounce it, uploaded a video titled Red Dead Redemption 2, Annoying Feminists Fed to Alligators. <laughs> now, that's funny itself, but... I need to find them in there. I haven't found the feminists yet. You need to find her, please. There's this if if some if you don't know the context behind this in in this game it's an open world western game where you can basically shoot and you know beat up and rob and do anything you want to anyone uh, including NPCs and we're talking about you know actual NPCs like in games not the meme yeah uh, not, not CNN <laughs> yes yeah not CNN or Jim yeah, Acosta. What? CNNPC. <laughs> no, one of them was MSNPC. That was a good one. <laughs> um, but so this one guy found this, like, street protester. This fat... I'm, I'm just describing her. This fat girl that was, like, saying, you know, women need the right to vote. Men are ignorant. We should have a say. We're Americans. Now, obviously, everybody agrees that women should be allowed to vote, but... The person, this NPC was acting like a feminist. She was, first of all, she's fat. Second of all, she was annoying. And third of all, she was like man-hating. And so this guy punched her and then took his lasso, lassoed her, dragged her by his horse. (laughs) And then put her on the horse, went through the marshes, and then fed her to the alligators. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know where alligators are too. Like, do that. I, I know. It's so funny. Like, like, you sure is bait for the grizzly bear. Yes. <laughs> but see, the funny thing is, is like he did nothing wrong because this is what you can do in the game. You upload the video because it's funny, and he got a million views for it. But YouTube wasn't laughing. They suspended his channel for a few hours over this. <laughs> And they they find the they they what was that? Well, you know the funny thing is too. You can find videos of people, police, officers, civilians. You know, just 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 everywhere on like YouTube. You can look that up. But they only care when it's a feminist. Yeah. You, know, you can go and like glass a video game and feed them to a gator, and no one would care. But as soon as you do it to a feminist, you get you get YouTube up in arms, aka Google. Yeah. Who want to suppress your freedom of speech? Who don't believe in it? You know, they want to they wanna suspend your account for playing a game the way, you know, it was meant to be played. It's an open world game. You can play it however you want. It wasn't like they unlocked some secret, yeah. you know, graphical code or something. No, it's just playing the game. And, if and- they wanted to ban it, then they should have never put that in the game. They want to, you know, they, they did this big thing with YouTube gaming. They want to be more like Twitch, but then they banned this stuff. I want to be that much like Twitch. Come on. <laughs> 
And and the thing is, it's like this is not like it's a graphic video of like a real life feminist like getting shot like in the real world. This isn't a video. <laughs> what was that? That was my vape. <laughs> oh man, you're you're part of the problem. <laughs> and um, it was a it's just a video game. It's not real life. This is a video game. There's already like restricted mode on YouTube for like little kids and whatnot, which is already has its problems. But this is general YouTube. There's <coughs> there's Call of Duty videos with, which, with much more gore and violence than this. There's not any blood shown in this video. It's just a guy punching a feminist and then dragging her to the gators. It's just funny. It's like, oh, you can do this in this game. And what makes it funnier is because of, like, Gamergate was all about these feminists getting up, you know, up in arms and triggered that. And they had this conspiracy that video games were making men violent and that... There was this patriarchy and all this stuff. And so this is like a big like middle finger to feminists because they took a feminist in a video game and fed it to the gator. So it's ironic. But once they lifted, they, they brought this guy's account back. His suspension was removed. And so what was the next video he uploaded? You want to know what the next video he uploaded was? The first what? one from when he came back was uploaded, quote, Red Dead Redemption 2, Deporting a Mexican. <laughs> you can do. I don't know if you can deport them. I know you can find them. I accidentally killed one today. <laughs> oh, you awful bird! Were you ice? No, like I was trying to go and hunt birds, and then went to red. Like, <laughs> like um, if you ever played uh, Fallout, you, you know, like the VAT system or like the original Red Dead, they had the dead eye mode, and like I was trying to shoot a bird, but that shot the Mexican dude instead. I put oh like literally God. a Dick Cheney with that. <laughs> Cause I was I was bird hunting and he shot him and then he was pissed off so I had to go and like deal with him. Oh man! Oh, you got my like ten dollars back at least. <laughs> yeah, Dick Cheney did it. Oh man! I had to go and lose his dead body. You should no. You know what would be funny if you did that? I will I will die laughing if if it popped up and it said achievement unlock Dick Cheney uh, hunter. <laughs> like, that's what I hate about that game. It's like the dead I made. I like, Multiple times I've accidentally shot the wrong person because like they were standing in front of me when I did it. Oh uh, yeah. Like, they, you know they have all this AI and stuff. They can't figure a way to go and like stop that. <laughs> what if it accidentally? What if it automatically shoots the feminist? <laughs> well, you're trying funny, to shoot the funny thing was like earlier I, I rescued some like Mexican lady from the law, but then ended up getting like a sixty dollar bounty so to go and kill half a dozen like lawmen out to get me. Oh my because god. Because the Mexican, I was like, you know, I should have just let her get deported. Yeah. Well, the funny thing also is that well, when he deports the Mexican, he just kind of puts him on horseback and just dumps him somewhere, uh, which is funny. But the funny part is the video he uploaded before, the day before the feminist video, was titled Red Dead Redemption Finding the KKK and Killing Every Single One of Them. There's the KKK in here? <laughs> yeah. He found them and he just started like massacring them. But that video doesn't get removed. That one does it, but the feminist one did. Oh, of course, because they have an agenda with that. Like, like you can kill civilians and you know it's fine. You know, just yeah. killing innocent people. Yeah. But if the innocent person's a feminist, oh, <laughs> there <Yeah>. we go. <laughs> you know, they're more important than regular people. They're more equal than them. Yeah. No, if they want equality, then they need to go and, like, treat them like the regular people. In the yes. Game. You know? I bet Rockstar probably got kicked out of that. I mean, they're an interesting game company. Oh, like, yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. Like they, I don't, like I don't know how they're into the like politically correct stuff. They're not really. I mean, they probably have a few leftists in there, but they're not. They're more like I think the uh, like South Park sort of with their style because they've yeah. been attacked by both the left and the right. Yeah. Yeah, I I just think it's funny. Like I I always like I never played the first Red De Red Dead Redemption, but I thought it looked pretty cool. But this game I heard nothing about till Roy came out, and I thought oh, that looks pretty cool. Then when I heard this, I'm like, I love this game. <laughs> Maybe. Right, next time you come up, I need to show you that. Yes, we can find the feminists together. We gotta do yes. that. Oh, yes, you find the feminists. Yes. It's like pin the tail on the donkey, <laughs> pin the lasso on the feminist. <laughs> it's Why like a bounty. So you could pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that because I don't want to get arrested in the game. <laughs> yeah. I try to be a good character in the game. I keep accidentally killing people. It's pretty bad. Yeah. You should. You, we should um uh put a bounty out on the feminists. I don't think you, you can't really do that. Oh, really? I mean, you could go and abduct them. You could put them in front of the train tracks. You could feed them to any manner of animals. You know, you could you could beat them up. But, like, I don't know. If, you can't really put bounties on people. Like, maybe if once they make uh, the online like part of it, then maybe you could. But right now, yeah. I don't see that as a possibility. Like, it's a fun game. But, like, I don't know. I feel like they need more weapons in it, you know? Like, there's only a handful. Like, there's... And I mean, I get it that it's kind of limited because of the time period, but like, there's a lot of weapons. Have you ever seen the YouTube channel Forgotten Weapons? They show me all sorts of crazy crap they had, like 16 shot flintlock pistols. And oh, wow. Crazy weapons from back in the day. So I'm sure they had weapons mm. back then, but they just don't really have them in this game. Like, they should have some more, I think. Right. But you can at least wield in this game. That's pretty cool. That's nice. Can, That's very inaccurate. You know, like you know, if you're trying to shoot that way, like it's very inaccurate, but it looks cool. Well, you can go and like, I mean, it's actually pretty. Like they have weapons. Like the weapons are pretty accurate. I think. I'm talking about in real life. Oh yeah, like the, with a 16 shot pistol. No dual wielding. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, that would be a pain in the butt. But I mean, it's a game. I like when they have that. That's why I like Halo 2 a lot and Halo 3. Like, all the other ones kind of sucks. They got rid of a feature. Like, who does that? <laughs> it's like, oh, cool, we're going to get rid of something. And that's, I see, that's why I hate automatic cars. They get rid of the feature of, like, you know, you actually doing something useful with your hand <laughs> other than eating a cheeseburger. No wonder Americans are so fat. Or vaping. Like, that's why Europeans drive manual cars. Because <laughs> they don't need to be eating a cheeseburger with that hand. So what uh, else are you going to okay. do with it? Vape. Yeah, like, see, you can do with the manual, too. Or you do what I do, which is... Well, we're not going to talk about that. Um, you know, I'd get into car accidents. That's what I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> see, at least I could joke about things. Like, you know, uptight, like, PC people. You can't even joke about these things, you know? That's what you see with this Red Dead Redemption thing. It's right. like, they can't take Dude, a joke. Dude, I was in this argument with this PC person that was like the Penn State student on the internet today. Oh, uh, yeah. And they were like, oh, like, I think it was another who uh, who was mentioning this. And I was like, oh, so how do you deal with your kid? Because they, they're complaining about the uh, that where they canceled the canning or canvassing, whatever the heck it is. And they're like, oh, well, how do you deal with them driving normally? It's like, oh, well, I take the subway to work. Like, so you just, why do you have them go to Penn State if you don't want them, like, why don't you just have them go to a school in the city if you're so afraid of them? Yeah. Like, driving, like, people who don't drive cars, that, that grinds my gears. <laughs> don't worry, I won't be like that.
Well, you need to get your car, man. You have a car. Go get it. You know, you keep your doctor. You can keep your car. <laughs> Wait, but we couldn't keep our doctor. <laughs> yeah. We'll see about that. Yeah. I, I didn't. Like, I don't know. I haven't had the doctor in like two years. Jesus. Pretty. I just never got. Well, I went to the urgent care because I had to for something. Wait, but you like, do like. Well, you do. You do like well checks every year, right? What? You do your well what? check every year, right? My what? Your well check, you know, where every year they check your to make sure you're all doing good. A physical, no. physical, physical. That's what's called. I don't think I did a physical since I was in college. Jesus, man, that's not good. Well, they did the one thing where they took my blood. I, I guess that was a physical. No, that's not a physical. That's a blood test. That's just a they blood the, test. They did the blood test. They weighed me. They did all sorts of, you know, shenanigans. But um, shenanigans. I don't know. They didn't hold my testicles. <laughs> They don't do that anymore to me. <laughs> they don't do that anymore to oh, me. It's like weird. Like it was. You weird. know how they do with girls too. Like with the girls, since they don't have that object, they do something else. What do they do? I think they put like two popsicle sticks in somewhere. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm not that... even joking. I think that's actually what happens. <laughs> yeah, and then males... well, see, like girls are so complicated. They have like an OBGYN. Why don't we get like an OBPYM? <laughs> Because reasons, men are simpler. I guess I they were know, also. But like, I've seen men do some pretty stupid things with their wanker, you know. <laughs> I know. I've seen. Oh, actually, I have not seen it IRL, but I've seen. I know, dude. I need some guy, you know, sparklers and you know. <laughs> sparklers. Yeah, what you know, a couple drinks here and there, and you know, things happen. And you wonder why I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be a Kavanaugh, you know. Drink beer. I like beer. I still like beer. <laughs> Drinking a beer right now, man. I know. Yeah, see, here's the funny thing. You all were, are laughing at me now because I'm not cool and I don't drink. But in 30 years when I'm running for public office or I'm a public you know, um, person. Uh, yeah, they'll call you Hitler because guess who else didn't drink? <laughs> oh, come on. He must have drank. No, he didn't. He was a vegan what? He loved the animals. Oh yeah, and he didn't drink. Yeah, but you're yeah yeah. Regardless, they can't pull any me twos or any Kavanaugh like on Trump me. now, and <laughs> they'll find ways to call. Like, see, Kavanaugh didn't even do it. He still got me twos. <laughs> I know, <laughs> he was but a virgin. yeah, I know, but he drank. I've never drank. Well, yeah, alcohol. they're gonna say that you like ate too much soy or something. Yeah, you're gonna find out years from now he's drunk. Uh, I was drunk on soy. Eating too much um soyas. <laughs> I love them. They taste great. Unless the taste of your testosterone <laughs> melting away. No. Dude. Or embrace your mother. It's, it's like when you eat no. it's like oh. <laughs> Dude, my testosterone's bumped up the past like a few weeks ever since I did see, that. What, like, see Mr. Doctor Pants, why don't you go to the doctor <laughs> test your T levels? See if you Maybe can I will. see that of the BuzzFeed editors. Oh god. Oh, here's the thing, dude. I felt way more confident over the past few weeks. Way more, I, I, I just, I, I despise people that are weak in their betas. Like I've become more confident, more uh, assertive over the past few weeks than I ever have in my life. Just ever since I did what that. What happened? Did you have like a milkshake? <laughs> no, I did something very um, uh, executive. Let's say. Oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> And it started well, happening a bit before that because I was realizing everybody else didn't have the uh, gumption to do it. 
Yeah, and I'm like, I can't the believe. Cojone. Can you say cojones? You can say cojones. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I started yeah. realizing, like, I'm the only one here that's like actually got the the uh, the gumption to do, and I did it, and I, you know, you got the guts. The guts. Got the guts, kid. <laughs> yeah. With a G, not with an N. <laughs> so my point is, is that you know, I I think I'm improving, and that's a good thing. Like, wouldn't you agree? I'm improving. I, I think so. I've been almost lost when I seen you. <laughs> You go. You come up here when I get the house. You go the have house. a party. The, a party with me? What are you talking about? You have a party. Me at a party? That's absurd. I was at one last I night. I don't have one of them, you know. Uh, straight edge parties? I don't know, what? Man. Straight edge. Straight edge parties are cool. Yeah. Not really. Not. You know? <laughs> hey, parties are fun. See, oh, look, I I so I tell people I can have fun without alcohol. That's 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 it. <sighs> That's it. Oh, no, it's easy. It's that little, that little, you know, tingle tangle, that <laughs> little gumption in your numption. No, you know? it's smart and mature and healthier. Alcohol, you know, like a lot of people lived over said they drink like a glass of wine every day or something. My, my great grandfather's 95 plus. He probably drinks more uh, than I do. Because correlation equals causation, right, Mike? So I, got, I, got, I got good genes. Like he smoked all the time too. Right. You know? I have the alpha genes, like the best <laughs> set of genes out there. Right. Well, we got to end now, unfortunately. I'm going to play... Um, uh, first, I'm going to play a song called Dr. Ford by Ramin Jijuanji. It's a... <laughs> hey, 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 hold your hold your horses. It's a song from Westworld. I thought we played since we're talking about Red Dead Redemption. It's a very good song, very underrated composer. But then at the top of the hour, we're going to be playing Farewell Britannia by John Edmund. Yeah. Didn't we have that other song on there? <laughs> What's it called? John, we should play that one because it's Rhodesian Independence Day tomorrow. We need to go and to the troopies. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more real news.